We are the Three Prong Attack Radio Show, and we are a radio show without a radio station. Still without a radio station after 82 years in the business. Unbelievable. I'm Prong 1. I am Prong 2. And we like to think of you, the listener, as the third prong. Now, uh, prong two in a in a earlier. Oh, I'm prong one. Did I say that? Oh yeah. Uh, did I say I'm prong one? <laughs> I am prong two. All oh, right. Yeah. We like to think. <laughs> have we said this? Okay, I get confused. We like to think of you, the listener, as the t- third prong. I can't remember if I said this, but <laughs> it's been a long. It's been quite long. We've gone in. Uh, it's past. It's coming up to seven o'clock in the evening. Anyway. But yeah, you in a previous um, podcast, yeah. you mentioned that um, you. Uh, you had a cultural week. Now, yep. last week I went to see a film as part of the Human Rights Watch Film Festival. Okay. It was called A Quiet Inquisition. And oh, it was sounds a, very interesting. It's about the total ban on abortion in Nicaragua. Ooh. Now, I must say at this point that uh, I went with my other half and it may not have been my choice of film. It might, it might not be my pick. Uh, that's all I'm saying. It might not be my usual... Cause, I watched it and it was very interesting, but there was no car chases. There was no like it's not it wasn't a rom com. It w- was one laugh. There was one laugh in it, and that's because the woman spoke English. Uh, at that point, she said something and it was in English. I think she said, "Oh my god," and everyone laughed. I mean, it was just yeah. So that was the laughter. Uh, but it was an interesting one because um, they're not allowed to in Nicaragua. I think there's is one of five countries. That doesn't allow um, abortion under any circumstances. So even if the uh, the uh, woman uh, who's pregnant is um, her life's in danger, or even if or it, raped, or yeah, or even if rape or any so under um, those circumstances, and it didn't always used to be like that. But then someone, uh, the president came in, or and um, he changed the law, um, and that just on that on his say so that's happened so it was it was interesting and it was very human sort of thing so he kind of that was interesting what was also was interesting it was on at the um brixton <laughs> <laughs> brixton ritzy all right which, uh, uh, well which is, got a name check the yeah, other week yeah, the brixton we, ritzy yeah we're always talking about this brixton <laughs> <laughs> who wouldn't but, give me a job yeah, famously yeah you, were, you thought you were overqualified but then, <laughs> then they just went no you're not, you're not having it but i thought it's interesting that they're putting on a part of the, um, they were part of the Human Rights Watch Film Festival, but it wasn't that long ago that they um, they weren't paying their staff. Uh, they refused to pay their staff the living wage. So it just sort. I thought that was a little bit. Um, if it's irony or ironic, hypocritical. But, yeah, I thought that's a bit. Oh right, now now you're all about human rights, but not long ago you weren't paying your staff um, what we consider a living wage. So in all in all, it was a sort of an interesting experience, um, and maybe I will be picking. The next film we go and see, but um, good, good. You know, it's good to be part of uh, something like that. You know, you feel like you're doing your bit. Now, talking of, uh, I don't know if I can link this, but Jeremy Clarkson basically got his comeuppance, and he certainly did. He finally, he finally, despite a million people, a million people on this island signing a petition to to keep him on the BBC, none have signed the petition. To keep me on no, three-pronged attack. No, no. Well, he fell on his sword, and he just yeah. made me think that of all the things Jeremy Clarkson has said and done in the past, and that's caused offence and you know controversy. It was cold food that eventually did for him. Yeah, and it kind of made me think. Um, it's a little bit like when Al Capone got got done for tax evasion. That's the thing that you know got him in prison. So, not that I'm 
saying that there's many uh, similarities between um, Al Capone yeah, and, and uh, Jeremy Clarkson. Yeah, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying it's similar in that it was. So you're comparing. You're comparing the two. I suppose in a way I am. Without making comparisons. Yes, that's what I'm doing for the league. Anyone's league, if any of these lawyers are listening, I'm not making a comparison, even if it did sound like I was. But um, I think a lot has been said about Jeremy Clarkson, so I feel like this should be the last word on the whole Jeremy Clarkson, BBC. It's done. It's over. We've had the last word. Now, as you know, Prong 2, and some of the regular Mm. listeners know, I... When I'm not doing this, I'm uh, I work in a school. Oh, is this uh, not enough? Well, it does, this doesn't actually pay any money. Oh. Um, <laughs> oh yeah. The, the feel-good factor of this, doing this show, <laughs> and what it means, doesn't actually pay the bills. I tried to send a prongcast to like British Gas. Yeah. And said, how did that pan out? Part payment for yeah. the bill. Uh, no, they they just wanted it in full. In, okay. In, okay. In pounds sterling. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. I tried to go back to that um, barter system. Yeah. They didn't. They weren't going to no, go no, there. No. No. They. Cash, uh, direct debit. They would, pref- would oh, prefer than a broadcast. Pro- <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, but yeah, so I work in a school, and um, one of the children who listens to um, the broadcast yeah. uh, said um, one, one feedback was um, they seem to have got longer. Yeah, he said it. He sort of said it. He threw it out there. Yeah, didn't say make them shorter or anything. He wasn't being rude or anything. He just sort of said, they, no, seem, but that's, that's, they seem to have got longer. That's two edged that comment, isn't it? Mm. It seems to have got, what does it? Yeah, they have got, they have got longer yeah. since we've, we've been going through Audacity because when we used to go through SoundCloud, we never yeah. felt wholly uh, confident that they would um, upload. Record, upload, yeah. yeah. So we used to do them 10 minutes, 12 minutes, mm. then, then, then upload them. Mm. Fans play, like that, didn't they? It was sort of shorter People and snappier. People like that. So. And then Audacity, we just sort of, because we know that we can just record it on Audacity and then at another time upload it onto SoundCloud and if it didn't work first time, we've still got the copy. We sort of, a lot of them are now 20, 21, 22 minutes. So um, he did, yeah, it's a valid point. Um, also, he said, he asked me, oh, uh, which pupil called you a philosopher? Because in a previous podcast, I was uh, described as a philosopher. Yeah. And and as he asked me, the boy who called me a philosopher was actually um, sat right next to him. And I thought that sort of sums up um, Free Prong Attack because not many people listen to us, but they're sort of in a very small it, area. It's like a conversation between a few people. Yeah, it is. It's like meeting up with maybe two or three people. Yeah, we could all probably do this in this flat with all the people yeah. that listen. Of course, safeguarding issues with me working in a school and, and some of the listeners being <laughs> the pupils, I wouldn't. that wouldn't be allowed. I wouldn't be allowed to invite the pupils t- to your house. No, I don't know if I'd want you to invite the pupils to my house. No, I don't think anyone <laughs> at this point wants any pupils <laughs> from any school in this... But the general situation. point yeah. applies that we've got about eight fans. Yeah. And we could... I mean, we yeah. could just bod round, just knock on. Yeah. A lot of them live locally. A lot of them we just, do, yeah. We could just knock on, just yeah. have a quick chat with them, five minutes. Yeah, just... <laughs> could you keep it short, guys? We don't like the 20... don't like the 20-minute ones. So, yeah, that that, that was um, that was uh, kind of interesting. Now, um, what else have we got? I've got a little... Oh, yeah, radio. After the success oh, the f- of a radio... Can I say the listeners have been stopping me and saying they loved radio. Oh, radio, they yeah. They've been a- stopping me and just going, do you know what? We loved radio. The feature where I read, uh, I read, read on the radio, radio, radio. Um, well, you lent me this book, Roy Keane. Yeah. Um, 
the second half yeah. it caused me a little bit of problems actually because I was at uh, I was going to Liverpool Anfield mm. oh. uh, um, on Sunday you had that with you and the all star charity game for uh, Stephen Gerrard had set up Stephen Gerrard's team versus Carragher's team ended 2-2 oh I hope of spoiler alert and um, I was going to the game and it, and it crossed my mind I wanted to finish the book mm. and I thought a train journey is a great time to yeah. finish the book but I also thought oh I'm going to go into the ground what if a steward looks and says, oh, what's that book? And I go, oh, it's, <clears throat> it's Roy Keynes. So I decided what am I going to do? Because I wanted to finish the book and I don't like to read, have two books on yeah. the go because I get confused. And um, the next book I'm reading is uh, The Rosie Project about an autistic man. And if I was to read two books at the same time, at some point in the future, I would suspect that Roy Keane's this autistic guy because I'd, in my head, I would have confused the two books. And... Um, so again, in no way am I saying that Roy Keane is autistic. I'm just saying I would have, in my head, I would have confused him because I'm reading two books at the same time. So I thought I'd better read this Roy Keane book on the train. But to avoid getting hassled mm. at the turnstile by some steward, a Liverpool steward, mm. I take the front cover off the book so no one would know what I was reading. But then I was on the train, yeah, and this guy leant across and went, uh, "What are you, what are you reading, brother?" Yeah. Um, well, he wasn't my actual brother. All right. We were similar coloured and he thought... And I just thought, who who asks a stranger? <laughs> this has got you. There's a million and one things yeah. happening in the world, yeah. but I have never seen you this, yeah. this vexed no, about... Who asks a stranger what they're reading? Like, you should get, not mind your own business what I'm reading. So I had to say... Oh, it's Roy Keane. I had to sort of whisper it. Oh, it's Roy Keane's book. And he just went, oh, Roy Keane. I think he knew what I was reading. He was trying to get me in trouble because there was other Liverpool fans on the on the um, train. Anyway, so I was reading. I enjoyed you. You know, obviously you've lent it me. Big I, fan. I enjoyed Good the book. book. I think it, it had some. Um, it was full of humour. I thought, but maybe not always intentionally. Um, and there was just a couple of. I thought I'd read a couple of extracts. Um, this one is when he's manager at um, at Sunderland and. He said, um, he goes like this, Later in the season, I had a falling out with Liam Lawrence on the training pitch. I had the lads playing 11 v 11, and we too many there. More than 22. Some players weren't getting the full game, and Liam was one of them. He wasn't happy about it and stormed into the dressing room. He said he wasn't going to stand on the sideline. I said, see you in my office. The two of us were shouting at each other in the office. I think now that it would have been wise to have someone else present if I thought there was going to be a confrontation or a contract issue or a player wanting to leave. Someone to witness the conversation, all the he said this and I said that. I told Liam, it's no big deal. Other players had to stand on the sideline to give another player a run out. That was all that there was to it, as simple as that. But Liam was going, I'm not putting up with, the, with all this. It was a proper shouting match and it was more than that, it was intense. I think I might have grabbed him. He might have. <laughs> there might have been a bit of grappling when he started to leave the office. We were alone, but everyone in the off other office was have, would have heard of would have heard us. But it was good. Everything had been going well. I'd had the full support of everyone. This was my first real confrontation. I loved it. I thought to myself, I want more of this. One of these every day. <laughs> that sort of sums up. Yeah, confrontation. I love it. Brilliant. Let's have more of this. So I thought that was quite good. If I become leader of a major, politi a minor political party, yeah. 
I might take up some of that. Yeah, you confrontation to, every day. Every day, grapple was, with someone yeah, every day. He loved it. That was part of it. And anyway, when it ended at uh, Sunderland, mm. here's here's what it says. Um, a few days after <laughs> I left Sunderland, Yorkie texted me, Dwight York. This is all the best. I texted him back. Go bleep yourself. He didn't use bleep. He used the actual F word. I, and then he goes on. I saw him a few years ago. We both played in a charity match. We said hello to each other. But there was no real conversation. And it's sad because I had great days with Yorkie. I could have handled things differently. Yeah, maybe not by bleeping. But to, a, a, text, a text that says, yeah, all the best, you know, all the best, mate. Uh, it sort of seems... A little explosive and slightly too aggressive to that. You know, it's like if your mum says, "Have a good day." Oh, mum, f off with you with your good day. Why use it? What business is it to you to say that I should have a good day? Right, Roy. Maybe take you a know, deep breath. You know what was funny with Roy yeah. though is he got in trouble recently yeah, because yeah, someone, yeah. a driver, he was driving yeah. and just really that yeah. just backed up. A driver told him to cheer yeah. up, and that's what cracked yeah. it. Who furious? <laughs> What business is it? So yeah, this will probably this will probably be used against him in evidence. It's like yeah. this is a volatile, a bit like when he wrote the first book. Oh, I and he sort of said, um, Alfinger, Alfinger Harland, um, and it was uh, he he basically said in the book it said ghost written by Eamon Dunfrey that he said the ball was there or I think it was something yeah. like that. Yeah. And then so in, when he was having this um, brought up and um, Eamon Dunfrey was going in there as a ghostwriter to sort of say what mind was did you think Roy did it deliberately and basically Eamon Dunphy went yeah certainly he, he definitely did and it was like Roy Key again I don't think him and Eamon Dunphy are on best um, terms but yeah good book you should people should go out and read it if you're into like if you're interested I think if you would you say I'd say United fans United would be, fans for sure but it's one of them I think if you're uh, a Sunderland fan maybe the bit definitely about, a football uh, a Sun- if if you're a football yeah. fan, it's like you lent me uh, whose book the Owen Jones. Owen, no, 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 oh. the, the football wise, not Steve Clary. Um, oh, um, yeah, fella, striker, uh, yeah, for uh, Chelsea. Tony Cascarino. Tony Cascarino's. Yeah, just that was just a good read. Yeah. I put that yeah. in that bracket. Yeah. This is just a fun. There's some read. fun. Fu- I think there's some for uh, any fun, funny fans. little moments, and you sort of get to sort of sort of get be into the mindset of Roy Keane, which. Oof. Do you want to do that? Yeah. Do you want to do that too yeah. often? Uh, yeah, yeah. Maybe you need to read it in short bursts. Now, you know, a few months ago, a couple of months ago, I, I, I heard someone say May June, and it, May June. Yeah, just the month May June. May June. And it made me realise that May June sounds like Hey Jude, and I made that revelation on um, on the, I, I sort of mentioned it on a previous pronker. I've also mentioned it at work to with um, the staff that I work with. Uh, they they didn't seem that impressed by that revelation, but I've just recently realised that the first eight letters of Lewis Hamilton's name spell the borough Lewisham, of which I actually reside in, and it just like it's weird because I'd not noticed that. I'd sort of seen Lewis Hamilton's name written in sports pages, but I never really equated it until just what I just saw it and I was like. Yeah, that those first eight letters, Lewisham, and I just thought I'd bring it up on the Proncast because I was so like, wow, Lewisham, Lewis Hamilton. So, yeah, that that that's just some of the things I've observed over the over this week. Three prong attack. Better than you think. <laughs>